I'm taming my inner critic. You're not welcome here anymore. I'm taming my inner critic. Allow me to kick you out the door. Hi, I'm Judy Bray, and welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. Well, I hope if you have an inner critic that they aren't driving you crazy this week. Uh, uh, you know, I'm figuring out new ways all the time to keep Isabel, uh, that's the name of my inner critic, that's the name I gave her, just to kind of keep her as chill as possible. And uh, so far this week, I'm doing okay. But today, I am happy to be welcoming back a woman who I think of as a charter member in the Wild Woman Wisdom Club. Phoebe Rubin is a film producer and director. She began making movies in 1999. Her first film, Women Who Cry in Restaurants, was part of the L.A. Shorts Festival. In 2004, she began making documentary films with her partner, Erica Tanamachi, for nonprofit organizations. Their short documentary, A Perfect Note, was included in the 2018 Napa Valley Film Festival. Phoebe holds an MA in psychology with a concentration in drama therapy. She taught and directed autobiographical performances to at-risk youth in San Francisco, as well as produced and directed several autobiographical performance pieces with actors. She is currently in production with her partner, Erica, on Work While You Have the Light, a documentary series featuring women over 70 who are still working and contributing their many gifts and talents. Phoebe, welcome to Wild Woman Wisdom. Thank you, Judy. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. And now in full disclosure to our audience, Phoebe and I have been friends for a, a few decades and uh, and we've also collaborated on several projects over the years. And I happen to be one of the women that you're featuring in your series, uh, which is exciting because it gives us an opportunity to work together again. That's right. It does. It's been fun. And then we had to stop because of COVID, uh, but we'll get back there. Pretty soon, I'm hoping filming will begin again. Well, last time we spoke, uh, this was going to be a feature-length documentary film. And I believe you guys, over, over the last year or so, you've uh, kind of changed the direction of the project. Can you tell me where you're at with it right now? Yes. So we decided that it would be a docu-series, meaning that uh, each of the women that we feature will we'll just spend time. We're creating a series of vignettes. And so, for instance, with you, it will just be titled Judy, and then we'll follow your life, we'll interview you, we'll interview other members of your family and people who work with you, we'll see you working. Um, so that's right. This whole piece is about women over 70, really between 70 and 90, who are still working, who are not... Uh, volunteering, but who are working either because they need to work for the money or they have jobs that they just are committed to and don't want to stop working. None of the women that we've interviewed have any interest in stopping working. They're all just as curious and active and alive and interesting and interested in making contribution as they were when they were 30 or 40. Isn't that fascinating? I love that. You know, don't, don't count us out. <laughs> and I and I would say to all the younger women out there, because I know that uh, you, like myself, you have a lot a lot of younger women in your life, you know, women in their forties, fifties, sixties, that are concerned that they're getting older and and that there that there's not a space for them. And and so I I think what you and Erica are doing with actually focusing on women over seventy that are still 
working, not just working, but still creating and still uh, still contributing to um, their communities and, and to, to just our, our, our society in general. Because, you know, we talk about wisdom. Uh, I, I think wisdom does not necessarily come with age, but it feels like at this point in time, there's so much more than just wisdom that these women have to offer. What are you what are you discovering is is the thing that is the richest when you when you interview them? All of the women that we've interviewed including you have been really willing to come forward. So they've been willing to come forward and not just say, "Oh, I went to medical school and then I did a residency and then I became a doctor." But they're really willing to talk about what it's like, what it's been like to be a woman in the workplace. If you're over 70, your experiences of being a woman in the workplace are quite different than they are now. And also their experiences with being in the workplace and being just as smart as they've always been, but then they turn 70 and culturally, it seems that society looks at women over 70 and thinks, oh, well, they're done, or they don't have as much to say, or they they aren't as interesting. And these women, all of them, have been really fascinating, really interesting. And I think one of the threads is just that it doesn't matter. Everyone always says, oh, it's just a number. And I'm kind of tired of hearing that our age is just a number, but honestly, it is a number and it is how you feel on the inside. And uh, everyone says, just keep your mind going, keep yourself active, be aware of what's going on in the world. Don't get stuck, Uh, respect yourself, honor, your journey so far um, and just stay in present time. Just keep your eye on the ball. Just stay where you are, trust yourself and keep moving forward. I do find that as as I've gotten older or, or I like to say more seasoned, for me, managing my energy is about the most important thing I do every day. Oh, I think so too. And, and uh, can, what do you mean? Can you describe what you mean by managing your energy? What I guess what I'm saying is I'm still recalibrating how I work. You know, it's it, it's changed. It's changed a little bit, and I'm not so sure that the way I always have done things is the way that's necessarily been of greatest service to me. I mean, you heard my opening song, which is you know I'm taming my inner critic, and I gotta have to believe that there are a lot of people out there that have an inner critic. Any advice you have as as a as a therapist and a, a, a drama therapist? Because I think that some of the people listening are also working on their inner critics. Any advice for us? You know, I'm working on that also. Um, what do you do? I think one of the things that does happen with aging is you realize is you realize that you you're at a point now where you don't want to waste. You don't have as much time to waste. Or you don't think, well, I'll get to that later. Or here's something I love, but I just, I don't know. I had kids and I had a family and I'm not really trained and I don't, it's probably too late now. And I think just the opposite. I think right now it's the time for us to, um, whatever it is that's in our heart that we're interested in, I think we need to, to pursue it. We're at a point right now where we just have to really kind of listen to our own inside voice in our heart. And what do we love? What makes us sing? What have we always been interested in? And um, then just trust and have the courage to just kind of jump off the diving board and stay in present time. I cannot, I cannot say that enough, that if you're staying in this moment and you're not worried about what might happen and you're not looking back at what did happen, when you're doing that, your energy gets stolen away. So when you can stay in this moment in time in sort of a neutral place, 
it makes everything easier, including what you're going to do tomorrow. Absolutely. You, I mean, you know, that is probably something that we can't stress enough because it's the one, one thing that is really totally true. If you can stay in the present moment, most things are usually okay. Because most of all of our lives is pretty mundane. Mm-hmm. And then we have those moments of co- complete connectedness. And what's really connected is our body, our spirit, our male, our female. It's all just one thing. And when we can live with that knowledge in the present moment, then that's then we have everything in that moment. And that's all that there is. And, and those, don't, those moments don't come all the time, but they come and we know that they're real. So it's, it has to be enough. Otherwise, if we are just living to be in that kind of whole, wholeness all the time, everything else is going to be disappointing. You're right. I don't think that it's about being in that moment all the time. How are you dealing with it all? How, what do you think about at this point being a woman in their 70s still working still having ideas, still feeling innovative. It's just, where do I choose to put my energy? And to your point, it's like asking myself those questions. Well, what, where do I get the most juice? Where do I have the most joy? Where, and and the most fun, I will say this, that number, one of the number one priorities for me right now is to have more fun in my life, is to really have more fun. I, I think laughter and play uh, is is so important and we are we are so serious so anything so one of the things that I try to say to myself and that's and that helps me manage my energy is I know the more I laugh and the more I spend time you know with people I love and I can't say it enough the more I laugh the more the more fun I have the more energy I have it's kind of that's kind of how I'm measuring it these days Well, I think that we grew up thinking that we had to be perfect. We had to be perfect girls. We had to be perfect women. We had to be perfect moms. We had to be perfect. And that can really get in your way. And I do think an advantage of being older is that I don't feel the need to have to do everything perfectly anymore. And that has given me, that's freed up a lot of my time to just do stuff that I like, or I want to do, or I want to learn or whatever. And I'm not worried about it being, my being perfect any longer. That feels good. Mm-hmm. I would just love from the wild woman that I know, Phoebe Rubin, for you to leave us with a, one of your um, gems because you you have many of them and you have you have enlightened me over the years and and I know that uh, I know that you have something to say to the wild women that might be listening to this podcast. You know, right now the thing that popped into my head is there is a writer called Faye Weldon and she just wrote this little thing that said nothing happens and nothing happens, and then everything happens. And I've been looking back over my life a little bit, and I think that that's true. It's like, it seems like things are just sitting still, standing still, standing still, standing still, still, and then all of a sudden there's an opening and then something happens or everything happens. And I, I, I like that. Oh, I like that too. Is there someplace we can send people if they want to find out more about this project? Well, what we do have is a podcast. Since we couldn't film, we do have a podcast that's called Work While You Have the Light, which is the title of our docuseries. And we're interviewing women on our podcast um, just to keep it going until we can get back to filming. So uh, Work While You Have the Light can be downloaded on Apple, on Spotify. It's there now. 
So for anyone who would be interested in listening to interviews, you can go there. Perfect. Well, Phoebe is, uh, she is just an inspiration to women of all ages. And I have to say, when we started this conversation, I was feeling a little stuck. And I love how synchronistic or, or serendipitous it was that Phoebe Rubin left us with this little gem of a quote, nothing happens and nothing happens. And then everything happens. So if you were feeling a little stuck, it might be just what you needed to hear this week as well. So one of my other big takeaways from our conversation was when we remember to just stay in the moment, not be living in the past or or in the future, then, you know, we're usually in pretty good shape. And that goes for uh, people of all ages. Well, that's my show for today. I'm Judy Ray on nowwithpurpose.com. I'd love it if you would follow me at wildwomanwisdom.org. And let me know what you're doing about taming your inner critic. I'm always open for suggestions. Okay, so I'm going to leave you with this thought. Have some fun this week. And remember to laugh long and hard. It will really help keep you young. I'm taming my inner critic. Have no power over me. I'm taming my inner critic, knowing my worth has finally set. Me-